Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by HashtagBasketball.com your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entirety of the internet. Even if you are not on the internet, which is impossible because you wouldn't be able to be listening to this show, it would still be the best fantasy basketball site on the internet. And then you should get um, you should call your local internet provider. You should get the internet because it's 2020 fucking two. And when you get on the internet, go to hashtagbasketball.com and then get all your free shit. These free projections that we're going to be talking about today. First, I have to introduce myself. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. Joining me as always, my co-host Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael. This team, Tyler. I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot to say about this team, so I think we're going to knock this one out fast, and I am excited to talk about the defending champion, Golden State Warriors. Absolutely. Did they send you a ring, Tyler, in the mail? They should have. I, I agree. You, you did nothing but support the Golden State Warriors throughout your entire entire career. Um, to win just last... Not any of the other championships they won, but just the last championship. It's the only one that counts, according to some people. Damn fucking right. Warriors here um, are running running back. Why not? Um, they uh, are good. They won a fucking championship. They, um, I think, are probably still the team to beat because Steph Curry is still a golden god. And let's just talk about Steph Curry. Is he a top five player still? Because yeah, he's going to get I... you the shit. He's going to do the shit. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I would even consider Steph Curry with second pick. Like, why not? What is not to like about Steph Curry, right? Like, he, he really had a, a, a bad season last year, and he finished yes. eighth. He Great. shot incredibly poorly. So did Dame. So did a couple players. There was a handful of players, Beal. A lot of people kind of shot kind of, who were, like, pure shooters like that. Kind of shot poorly last season. I don't, I don't know if there was, like, a ball thing or whatever at the beginning of the season. I forgot what season that was. Um, time doesn't really exist anymore. But, like, Steph Curry did have an off season last year and finished eighth overall per game. Yeah, and so, I mean, we look at that kind of top tier, right, that top range, and it's like, who would you rather have than Steph Curry? Like, James Harden didn't look great last year. Giannis has got a, a giant hole in his game. Then you got guys like Kevin Durant. How healthy can he be? Joel Embiid, how healthy can he be? You got Luka Doncic, right? You got Trey Young. Like, I might rather have Steph Curry than all of those players. Yeah. You can talk me into absolutely positively just going Curry number two overall. You could talk me into just saying KD and Embiid are, um, per game, just a little bit more talented than Steph Curry. You can talk me into uh, Giannis just being, like, prolific when it comes to almost every category and just saying, fuck it, like, Giannis is going to be healthy, he's got something to prove, and Curry doesn't. You can even talk me into that they they rest Curry uh, a, a little bit more this season to make sure he's absolutely healthy for the playoffs. It was a long uh, postseason that he played a lot of games and he carried a lot of those games. He put that team on his back. He's still one of the greatest players, if not, you know, uh, one, probably the greatest player playing right now. Uh, maybe the best player in the world uh, at this at this moment. He's still going to do Steph Curry shit per game. He's still going to be amazing. 
played 64 games last year. Is the over-under for games played with him 64? Yeah, but what's the over-under for everybody else in that top tier? Decent question. Let's be honest, right? Like, Durant, do you feel good about him playing more games than Curry? Embiid, do you feel good about him playing more games than Curry? Luka Doncic, do you feel good about him playing more games than Curry? James Harden? It's all a bit of a toss-up. Right. And so, like, yeah, you didn't say, oh, he only played 64 games, but so did everybody else was good. Like, 65 is the new 70 as far as games played. There you go. Steph Curry, easily the top. I mean, we talk about this all the time. The first round, if you're, you're taking Jokic, uh, number one overall. Other than that, kind of a crapshoot. Go with your gut. This is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy yourself. If you love Steph Curry, draft Steph Curry. If you hate Steph Curry, uh, draft somebody else. Or draft if I'm, I, I'll shit. tell you this. If I'm sitting there with number two, I, I probably am taking Curry. Just... Oh. The, uh, I don't know. I've been uh, actually deciding between KD and Embiid at number two. Well, uh, so for me, right, I want the elite threes, which I think are even going to be better than they were last year. I think I want the elite points. I want the elite assists. I want the steals, and I want the the good rebounds for a point guard. Um, I want the free throw percentage. Yeah, and, and the free throw percentage is a nice little boost, and then even point four blocks from a point guard, like it's not bad. Um. It's really just the field goal percentage that was bad last year, and look at every other year. Like he's mostly shot forty-seven percent for his career from the field. So you tell me, I get that. Like, what is there not to like about Steph Curry? He could easily be the second best player, and I feel like with him at two, when we get back into that second round, I can go anywhere I want. I want a big guy and get it. I want another guard, I can get it. I like the fact that the temperature is low on Steph Curry this season, and relatively low, right? Because he's he's a he's a first round player. He's obviously Steph Curry. He's a first round player. But I don't think a lot of people are taking Steph Curry second overall, third overall, even fourth overall. I think you can get Steph Curry in the middle or even later in the first round, which is going to be very nice if you're cho- if you're picking there. I'd actually say the second pick overall is maybe the worst pick in the draft. I would agree with that. You don't get Jokic, and then you come back around, and you've already seen a drop off in the second round, and now you're just like, I don't know. I hope somebody, I hope somebody makes a crazy decision like taking Evan Mobley at the beginning of the second round, so somebody falls to me. Um, we did a. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather pick seventh than second. That yes. might be weird. You might get Steph Curry seventh. I think we did uh, on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. There is a mock draft that some experts uh, that I participated in with some experts. Uh, it's way too early to be doing a mock draft. Steph Curry went fifth, um, which is about right. Indeed. It's fine. That's great. So enough about Steph Curry. Let's talk about Steph Curry light. His name is Jordan Poole. Um, he does the things that Steph Curry does, but not anywhere remotely close to as good he's got the great free throw percentage he hits only three threes a game instead of five he scores 18 instead of 25 gets three rebounds instead of five he gets four assists instead of six it's less than a steal instead of above a steal and he gets 0.3 blocks he's per game his per game value last season was 51 in eight cat leagues and he's learning all the little tricks uh, Steph Curry every single year. He, at times during games, looks like Steph Curry, which is the best compliment you can give another human being playing basketball. 
So even if you know, if you say you look like Steph Curry, you don't shoot like Steph Curry, but you're kind of a kind of hot like Steph Curry. That's also a nice compliment, Tyler. <laughs> it is. Um, how much better can he be? That's a question. He's gotten better significantly pretty much every year. He's 22. Yeah, uh, I just turned young. 23 in June, so he's young. Um, he finished 51st. I am not ready to bump him much higher than the fourth round, though. And even in the fourth round, like I think there's a lot of guys that I maybe just like over Jordan Poole because you're not going to get much steal and you're not going to get much block. And so you got guys in that fourth round like Vucevic and... Now, uh, Adley Beal probably even goes in that fourth round, right? Like third, fourth yeah. round range. Like, I just feel a little bit better. Jalen Brown, like, give me Jalen Brown over Jordan Poole. Like, at least Jalen Brown's getting you a steal. I think there's a lot of, yeah, a lot. Like we keep saying, there's a lot of third round dudes. So much so that some of them got to go in the second and some of them got to go in the fourth. And you get to the end of the fourth and Jordan Poole's hanging out there. I, if you if that's the kind of player you want and need, I'd say go for it because I do think he's, he, I think he's definitely a top fifty player. I do think he improves, maybe takes a little bit of a step forward this season, and he's he's at a point where this is the player he is, right? But he's super young and he can continue to improve, and if he kind of scrapes each category up a little bit similar to the trajectory of uh, a young Bradley Beal where he's like I'm a good scorer but now I'm going to get an extra half a rebound and I'm going to get a uh, I'm going to get an extra you know 0. 0.4 assist this season an extra 0. 0.2 steals this season he just keeps scraping up now is the time he has to keep start scraping up the list is his ceiling like in career wise like a second round player absolutely um is that going to happen this year I highly highly doubt it I like the fact that um, he's kind of he's probably going to be looked at as like a fifth, sixth round player, and take him at the end of the fourth, beginning of the fifth. I think that's a great place to target him. I don't think the temperature is very hot on this guy, even though it feels like it should be. Well, and he's young, so just it only takes one ranking system to put him at you know thirty six. Yeah. Right, and then he's going to be, and then you're never going to get him. So. Um, it's we'll one 40 what... point game in preseason and all of a sudden you're never going to get right so we'll see we'll see on Jordan Poole I, I think I got a fairly good value of what I think his value is we'll see where everyone else has him as far as if I get him or not yeah I don't like I, I like him at my in my bot like you know before the plateau region I like him as calling him a tiered player that he should be considered uh, in your tiers instead of kind of that um you know that space where uh, you know everything kind of starts evening out between like you know 45 50 to about 75 where all those players are kind of overall value not per category or overall value or about the same he might be one of the best one of those guys or or a tier four player and that's where i like taking him and hopefully the temperature stays a little low on him but the temperature is ice fucking cold and it has been for a little while for a guy who Every single year finishes uh, in the top 75, in the top, the last year, 55th overall in 8-cat. His name's Draymond Green. He no longer shoots the ball. He no, lo- he no longer scores more than 10 points a game. And still, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, over a steal, over a block. Underrated. Yeah, good, right? Very good in, in some ways. But 
very bad in other ways, right? So you got the seven points a game <laughs> that's weighing you down here with the seven rebounds and the seven assists and the pretty elite steals and the over a block a game. Um, I will own a lot of Draymond because, like you mentioned, he was the 55th ranked player. Um, health is a little bit of a question, but where does Draymond go in the drafts? I mean, probably outside the top, what, 60, 70, 80 maybe? Like, no one wants Draymond, and I feel like he's got a lot of value um, if you know how to build a team around him. Yes, he is a system player, not just in real life, but in fantasy. You look at him, he goes, he doesn't hit threes, he scores seven points a game. Can I really, do I really want to waste a draft pick on a guy who scores seven points a game? And the answer is, he also gets seven rebounds and seven assists. Like, so, they, they, over a steal, over a block. The answer is, he should be easily going in your top 75, and he usually goes around 75. Yeah, so... Got to build. He's got to fit your build. You got to be crazy at scoring in order to fit him in there. But he bumps you so much in those in those four categories that it's I, he's well worth it. And I I think he's overlooked a lot simply because he doesn't get the counting stat. Yeah, I'm with you there. Other than Draymond, got Clay Thompson hanging around. He's out here doing stuff. A season after missing quite a bit of time due to injuries. He came back into a league that looks a lot more like Clay Thompson than he used to be. His per game value um, was 78th overall in 29 minutes a game. He only played 32 games, right? Um, 20 points, three and a half three-pointers, good uh, free throw percentage, but barely got to the line, and then mediocre stuff. He kind of did a little bit of old-school Clay Thompson, but old-school Clay Thompson played – in a league where everybody wasn't just jacking threes and doing Clay Thompson shit. Now he's kind of in a, a league where he isn't as special when it comes to fantasy points, right? He's still absolutely one of the best shooters of all time. But fantasy-wise, he's kind of a, a little bit of a dime a dozen. 20 points is still really nice, though. Where are you taking Clay yeah. Thompson? He's, like, right around pick 75 for me, right? Like, he's at the very beginning of that 75 to 100 bucket, I think. 20 points mentioned it but like not a lot else and i don't think the steals are coming back i just don't um also got a pretty significant injury risk here too so it's like for me right around pick 75 seems right you get 20 points you get great threes you get a little bit of rebounds a little bit of assists but not much else uh, i i think the temperature is pretty low on clay thompson but he is a well-known name so if you get too casual of a league he's gonna go right back up to where you don't want to draft him. But I think if you're playing in a league where people know what they're doing, his, uh, the temperature's kind of low. Clay Thompson, but his, his ceiling is what you're looking at. That last season, doing pretty much the same thing, maybe he's scoring a little bit more, but not much more. Um, that's what you're probably going to get from him this season as well. Hopefully he stays healthy, maybe plays an extra minute or two. That'd be nice. Still probably around... Maybe not even a maybe not even a top seventy-five player because the league is just so much more talented and things like threes and points aren't as um, as valuable as they used to be, Tyler. But some guy, same thing drags down Andrew Wiggins, right? Like he's again like seventeen yes. points and some a steal, okay. People ish rebounds, oh. some decent threes. Like he's fine, but he's probably a streamer at this point. Like literally was ranked. 137th last year, and I don't expect him to be that much better. 
And people really don't want to draft Andrew Wiggins. So, like, at the end of a, if you're in a deeper league, I think you can get, snag him up there at one, you know, 120, 130 range and just get yourself a nice score. Uh, the steal is nice. The almost block is nice at that range, right? But do you really need, in a redraft league, do you really need an Andrew Wiggins? Maybe if you just, you're scoring as shit and you just need to bump it up. Maybe you take him near the end of your draft as a very safe pick, but I like to take upside and guys who I would drop at a moment's notice. Would you take Minga as a flyer? No, I don't want anyone else on this team, to be honest with you. All right. Well, and that's it for the Golden State Warriors. We uh, wrapped that up uh, nicely. I also agree that the, I, I might throw a flyer at Kaminga, but other than that, um, I don't really uh, care for or love anybody on this team. Um, I'm always going to keep an eye on James Wiseman and, and Kaminga just because if the Golden State Warriors feel like those are valuable players, maybe they will turn into something, right? Especially James Wiseman, who is young, a high draft pick, etc. cetera. Um, but this, coming up this season, I don't see wasting any picks on them so i think that's it for the golden state warriors in and out nice and quick um you can find me watch the boxes you can find tyler at tyler p watts on twitter like the show please support us patreon.com slash watching the boxes that mock draft uh, with the industry mock draft is up there the results is there our tiers our rankings are going to be there as well for free if you want to give us a little support patreon.com slash watching the boxes twitch.tv slash watching the boxes and that's it for the Golden State Warriors. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. Take it easy.